Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan, and I'm working at... An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up. The time for that is clearly now for these days. And <laughs> we're brought right. to you by... We're brought to you by another great conservative website, americacitizenpress.com. And also, excuse me, Dr. Julie McCallan and the folks at Denver Senegenics. Um, You just had an appointment with them last week that went great. So can't recommend. If you're going to get yourself in shape, uh, get healthy, check out Denver Senegenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. Um, we're going to have Dave Williams coming up. Um, Dave, let's, let's go, go Brandon, Brandon Williams. Williams coming up. Although he won't be able to use that for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you know, you do you think that these partisan hack judges, secretaries of state, legislators are going to let pesky things like a law get in their way? They're absolutely not. And then in the second half of the show, I was listening to Steve Bannon's war room, and I think he said a, a ton of stuff about Twitter that is so right. To me, it's like way bigger than Twitter. I think, and I feel happy about this, the country has reached um, a tipping point. And it's not just Republicans. In fact, some of the establishment Republicans, I think, are as much an obstacle as anything. But it's the people of the country. The people. The people. And I think things, you know, are we're, we're tilting so far. We're like, oh, no, we're ever going to be free again. Are we ever going to be unmasked again? Can our kids go back to school? Um, do we have to put up with all this nonsense they're teaching at school? And it started going back the other way because it got just too much. They got too arrogant. Um, and the scary thing about that, though, is I think it's going to be brutal. I think that, you know, if we think brutal war on your hands, yeah, Ukrainian Russia style. Well, yeah, if we think that the libs and the progressives and the globalists and the oligarchs are just going to go, oh, well, oh, well, nice good try. try. Yeah. I guess Elon Musk we tried Twitter. to destroy everything, but, <laughs> but next we, time, but next time, we'll try to destroy it next time. That is not going to be how it works. I think we are in for a vicious, brutal fight. But I think at least, you know, for once again, forget some of the establishment people who just want us to be polite and, and you know, keep our head in the sand. I think, though, what, we're getting text from David. I think that people are ready for the fight now. Okay. Dave, hey, TJ, if you're listening, Dave Williams is voting. Vote no, Dave. He says, give him five minutes. He's voting. Okay. Um, he's down so at the Capitol. He's down at the state Capitol, Representative Dave, Dave Williams. Before we get into all of him, because um, I don't want to spill the beans too much, so we can talk about that. But let me talk a little bit about something interesting is going on at Twitter that I want everybody to be aware of, uh, because they're going to, once We're again... We're gaining an enormous amount of followers. Well, we are. Really not really. an enormous amount, but what's interesting is, I mean, we have gained some followers. So what happened is, like, what, a year and a half ago, in the great Twitter purge, um, we only had like 1,200 followers anyway, and we lost like 300 in one day. They all went. And it has not budged since then, right? Not one iota, not one listener has gone, Twitter person has gone up or down. And I can tell you, it seems like some days I would put something out there and you'd get like eight comments. And then later on, I mean, certain tweets, if it was about elections or COVID or things like that, you know, you didn't get any response. And I, I, I feel convinced they shadow banned it, right? Deliberately. Sure. Um, what's interesting though, is that since um, Elon Musk bought it, and it's just been like Monday afternoon, there's been a massive swing in the followers from conservatives and then liberals, right? Um, Barack Obama, for instance, lost 300, who's got the biggest Twitter following there, right? Lost 300,000 followers in one day, right? Meanwhile- Only two of them were live. Yeah, only two of them. Well, uh, meanwhile, Margie Taylor Green was allowed back on and gained 20,000 in a day. We gained like five in a couple right. of days. I know, hey, we're, we're up there. So awesome. at Chuck and Julie one on Twitter, but mostly just go to Truth Social where it's at Chuck and Julie. But Twitter would have you believe the Twitter 
uh, executives, right? That this is just all organic, that this is so many liberals being so freaked out suddenly that, that they just fled. And, and meanwhile, droves and droves of conservatives joined. I don't buy that for one second. Do you? I mean, not, I could see maybe 20 people or something like that, but 300,000 for Barack Obama's account alone. I think it's clear that Twitter has been inflating the number of followers that liberal people have and have been deliberately hiding the number of people, followers, yeah, really, the conservatives have had. And so the big question is, is why did they, I mean, Elon Musk hasn't taken control yet. Why are they, why are they letting this happen now? Why are they changing their algorithms? And I think this, I think Donald Trump Jr. is absolutely right. Um, he said, because they're hiding the evidence, they're, hi- they're, right. they're hiding, right. they're covering their fingerprints, they're hiding the evidence. They know, because Elon Musk has said he's going to go in and he's going to get rid of the bots. He's going to look at, you know, why, why, for instance, you know, I don't for a second again buy that these people just all of a sudden said, oh, hooray, I'm going to follow Chuck and Julie now. I suspect they were, we just weren't seeing it. And that there's probably some proportionate algorithm, right? Um, and so I think that that's what's happening. And they're, they're freaking out because they don't want Elon Musk and the rest of us to discover how they were doing All what they were doing. Yeah, they because they want to get back to doing it as soon as the dust settles, I think, right? right? Oh, sure. And they don't... Elon Musk gets his head turned. Whoop, back, all right, yeah! <laughs> I mean, it's... it's so I think it, that's going to be interesting to watch uh, and see how they do that. Because, again, the evilness of the bots is it's just an automated computer account. It's not a real person. And so if they want to drive a narrative, say Barack Obama talks about, oh, we can't have disinformation, right? Certainly not on Twitter. Um, then all of these bots retweet him, some 300,000 of them, right? Right, right? I mean, think about it. It just doesn't make sense. If you're a liberal and you follow Barack Obama, if he's, I could see if he dropped off, you mm-hmm. might drop off, right, right? right? But if he's still on there, you're not going to quit following him out of protest. Well, 300,000. No, right. no. Again, maybe 20 people or something, some crazed, you know, lib of TikTok, TikTok person. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, TikTok would do it. So there's just, I, I mean, so just don't buy that. Meanwhile, other good news though, Amazon, not Amazon, Google, one of the other massive big tech things had um, lower than expected earnings earnings, um, particularly in the YouTube front, Good. YouTube, which kicked us off a year ago, right. um, has earnings ad revenue down. Yay. Um, and interestingly, somebody whose ad revenue has like quadrupled is the uh, YouTube competitor, TikTok. Yay. Well, so, not well, yay. Not yay. Top control by the Communist Com- Party of China. Right. But I think that's interesting. I think, again, they are sowing the seeds, which I've been saying before, of their own destruction. As YouTube starts fiddling with its algorithms, I know I have a, a, a cousin who is a musician, and he says, you know, while they're trying to kick all you conservatives off, what they've done with the algorithms is totally screwed up my numbers, and his revenue mm-hmm. dropped mm-hmm. by about a third. So you've got people like that who aren't political at all, but they're like, well, you know, well, he's going to rumble too. He's, he's like, not, I don't trust he's not an authorized provider of services. So. Right. And that's where it's all going. And so it's just interesting seeing what's happened. And maybe TJ, but we're waiting for Dave. If you want to, we could t- do the Amazon thing real quick. I'm going to play the video out of order just to give you a little bit of a heads up. Meanwhile, though, the, the efforts to send, or, you know, aren't aren't stopping at all. In fact, they're gearing up. Um, there is a book by Matt Walsh, a conservative Christian, right? And it's about a kid. It's sort of a slap at the transgender nonsense going around in kindergarten. And, and it's about a little boy who wants to be a walrus, right? And he talks about that. and he talks about how kids, you know, go back and forth. They want what they want to do. And it has gone to number one on Amazon, but right? They want employees don't like that. No, the people are freaking out there at Amazon. I mean, they don't even hide that they want to that they want to stop it, right? And so there is a cause. Somebody got the video or the audio of a call, audio and video of a call with, with a, an Amazon leader basically telling the staff, don't worry, we're on this. But he says this is extremely traumatic. They were so traumatized, oh, they oh. had to have a meeting about it. So Absolutely. if we could please play the Amazon video. And that other customers frequently reach out to us about that they're receiving. It's about a book called Johnny the Walrus. And I want to be very clear, the next two are about books. And I saw someone say, Oh joy, we're going to talk about one of them because it's been it's been a very traumatic experience for transgender Amazonians. And mm-hmm. our transgender customers. What I don't want to come out of this is um, slamming the books team uh, with a bunch of tickets. 
they are already aware of this. There, there are things in the space that are happening. Um, but Johnny the Walrus is a bit of a problematic book. Uh, not a bit. It is, it is not a bit of a problem. It's one hell of a problem. Um, and I would preface this about what the book's about, but the customer we're going to listen to does a great job. And then what the customer goes on to do is to say that Matt Ross suggests teaching to children that they kill, outright kill, transgender kids. The book does nothing of the sort. And then it goes, well, maybe just as a bully. Oh, like there's no, I mean, first of all, it doesn't, but bully, kill, a minor difference. But a couple of things he said there. Number one, they said, don't start pulling tickets. So I think what he's referring to there is Amazon employees starting to spam whoever the team is that's tasked with selling this book and monitoring that, right? Don't, don't start sending them all kinds of stuff because we know. And then he said, things are happening in this space to address it. What does that mean? What space? What things? Yeah. I mean, what is that talking about? And then, I mean, that's not even go to, this is very traumatic for all the transgender Amazonians and the transgender customers. I just got to wonder how many Transgender Amazonians are there, number one. Well, but but they're they're not. I mean, Amazon is the largest company in the universe. Lots of, as Leo points out, how many trans customers, which are different than the trans people. These are trans customers who strongly believe in trans and, and therefore, I don't know, they like trans. But and they can't have Johnny the Walrus because Johnny the Walrus is not trans-friendly, so we must... Uh... Stop it. Well, and, and you know, that's another. I mean, that's exactly another point, too, is how many trans customers they have. A bigger question than that, actually, how many trans customers do they have who would be aware of a book aimed at preschool kids, right, and children? A lot. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, think of how many books are, how many children's books are you aware of that's well, out well, there? Well, the walrus. Well, I mean, so this is clearly, it upset like three people, and yet this is the progressive thing. They launched this thing. They have meetings. And if you think these big tech companies aren't aligned against us, just listen to that. There's no, there's no attempt at like, you know, look, this guy has the right to write the book in America. No, no, and no. if people don't want to buy it, they don't have to. He's oh, not no. saying oh, that. No, He's saying no. there are it's things happening in this space to address it. And they're listening to customers. No one's saying to the customer, well, have you read the book? The book actually doesn't say kill people because, you know, we wouldn't maybe put a book that says oh, kill children out here. But it's like, I mean, transphobia. It's, oh, I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous. Um, and OK, we're still waiting on Dave. He's still voting. Um, yeah, Leo was like, I'm still waiting, working my way through where's Waldo. I'll get to that next. Well, exactly. I mean, so that's just ridiculous. And that's the state of where things are. And again, and if you think it's not going to get worse, I think it is. But there is reason for hope because I, I do. I don't you think we've reached a tipping point where where people well, are sick of it. Well, I don't know. They're sick enough of it. But well, uh... hey, and let me. So if you want to wait while we're waiting for Dave, maybe we'll kind of go into the Bannon thing too. 888. 888- Six two seven six zero zero eight. If everybody wants, anyone wants to call in, eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Or if you are listening to this on a podcast, whatever you have time, um, three to four, and you join us live, that's still the number eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Also, if you're listening to this on a podcast and you ever want to join us live on Zoom, um, I usually put, when I promote the show, the Zoom, actual Zoom link on it, but also the Zoom number is 209-576-423. That's 209-576-423. Well, it's okay. So we'll talk about the Twitter meltdown here. We're going to kind of jump all over a little bit while we wait for Dave, who's busy protecting us at the the state legislature. So I don't know, you guys, I'm sure we've all seen the liberals melting down over and over again about Elon Musk buying Twitter, which you got to ask, I mean, the the hypocrite hypocrisy is amazing. If they were so, if it was so transparent and it wasn't doing anything wrong and it was totally a lie that they were censoring conservatives, why are those so freaked out? I mean, because they want conservatives uh, um, uh, censored. I mean, one of the great things you go to Joe Rogan, he's got ones with uh, Jack Dorsey and the woman lawyer the, 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 the who broke down in tears yeah. who's the one who decided we can't have trump marjorie taylor oh, green no. hunter and, biden and, laptop and they have a great discussion in which with another person who's saying well that's total censorship but no it's not you know <laughs> and she's so arrogant and full of herself and she's wonderfully hateable and now she says she's an object of of hate mail and, and everything else. I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. Oh, before we go to the video, has anyone heard from Barney lately? I haven't heard from him real lately. I know Barney has a different job, 
right now. I mean, he's driving, I think, overnight. So, but that, you know what, Leo, I will, I should text Barney. I was thinking of that the other day. Great minds think alike. And we'll have the answer for you on Party Friday. But in the meantime, though, Steve Bannon had um, one of um, President Trump's, uh, somebody who was involved, Steve Cortez, who was involved in the Trump campaign, you know, and he's talking about, oh, yeah, right. There was never any censorship at, at oh, all at Twitter. Right. If we could please place uh, TJ, the Bannon MS. Um, whatever it is, MSNBC. I have wrote it down, M- MSNDC, the National yes. Democrat Committee, mm-hmm. which is the same thing. If we could play the, the Steve Bannon, Democratic MSNBC. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to this be transparent. You could guy. secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly do turn that? down yeah. the reach of their stuff and turn up no. the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about You're it until kidding. after the election. Yeah, so Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. Okay, um, Steve, Steve Cortez. Got to remember, Ari Melber is a lawyer. He's one of the smartest guys over at MSNBC. Uh, I I think he said that he has no self awareness. Cortez, right. why for people that are that do this for a living and have been around president Trump and have worked the campaigns and been surrogates like you have. Why is that statement and mindset by Aaron Melbourne so outrageous, sir? It's Steve. It is absolutely outrageous. It is maddening. In fact, because what Ari Melbourne is describing right there is exactly what has been happening to conservatives in general for years, but it is specifically what happened to the Trump campaign and to the MAGA movement in October of 2020 regarding the laptop from hell. That's right. I mean, and, and Charlene is saying Hillary's going to lose so many bots. And again, you know, the reason why the bots she is a bot. She is a bot. That's true. The reason the bots matter is they, on the one hand, they artificially make it seem as if, you know, what, 300,000 people were following Barack Obama who are not following Barack well, Obama. Well, it's not so much that. 300,000 will I go think, attack you if they, if they, if they exactly. see you, you have something they don't like, and then all of a sudden it seems like the whole world's come down on you. Exactly. So it's, 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 it's comical. They had Nicole Wallets on said, "What is this going to do about for the to, to the dis the anti disinformation community? This will just be awful. The anti dis <laughs> anti disinformation community will be bullied and and." and you would think so is the anti-disinformation committee the truth committee no no community oh no, community community oh, oh i all didn't even know people. there was an anti-disinformation oh, community oh. all kinds are we part of that we are part of the we are part of the disinformation ah. we're not part of the anti-disinformation well thank community. god then today that the biden administration and the department of homeland security right yeah, which is of course yeah. where you want to have this created a disinformation governance board oh now good. that's a coincidence oh, oh, yeah, right yeah, i mean yeah. they just they just thought that up yesterday Governance that hasn't board, been yeah. in the works for and a while oh no, and the i you know it'll be a bipartisan <laughs> you know wonderful kevin mccarthy deal. will be on it kevin mccarthy will be on it and some of the others so that's it's, wonderful well and then here is a, another bite i'm going to play with steve bannon um that the democrats are freaking out because like i said the the country i think has reached a tipping point, and they've been their own worst enemy, and they've ignored all the warning signs. They ignored it when people said, hey, wait a minute, January 6th isn't an insurrection. It was just people want, you know, and if it was, it certainly wasn't any worse than Black Lives Matter. And they would no, say, looking looking at the, the riots and the flames behind them, and they're peaceful. calling it a peaceful, you know, demonstration. Barbecue, they're having it's like, a barbecue. It's like, well, that's not a peaceful demonstration. When they start teaching critical race theory in the schools, and they're like, oh, no, we're not teaching critical race theory. When they start pushing the transgenderism in the school, and telling fourth and fifth and sixth graders that they need to pick a pronoun. I mean, you know, that's not just, I mean, you know, they're, they're telling us all these things are not happening. When they told us that, you know, that, that the vaccines work, when they said the masks work, the lockdowns work, it's all for the greater good. We have to have higher gas prices because of Putin. And when Jen Psaki said the only problem there is with the supply chain is you can't get your Peloton on time. Somehow, I guess they thought none of us would ever notice, but people are noticing, but they're not going to sit quietly, but neither are we. So if we could please play the Steve Bannon number two soundbite. Democrats, I don't care if they don't like hearing this or not. Democrats can only win if they cheat. They got to have the media as a Praetorian guard form, or they actually got to cheat with the mail with all the phony votes, stuff like that. Your day is over. 
the Twitter thing's down, and you're seeing it now. And this is look, like I said, I'm the Elon Musk fanboy. People know that, but hey, he's got them jammed up right now, and they're in full meltdown. You got Ronda Santos. I talk about the two gun strategy. Miles Gore told me you got to have two guns. You got DeSantis on one wing. You got Elon Musk on the other. It's not that they're having a bad week. They understand there's a new reality, Steve Cortez, that we're not going to take this from corporations anymore. This whole right. thing of the Republican Party for years and years and years given deregulation and tax cuts to these corporate mo- oligarchs and monsters. And that's what they did. And you created these Frankenstein. Those days are over. And it's just not the standard. People have their back. The right. the vast majority of people are saying we've had enough of this and we're not going to tolerate it anymore. That's what the corporations with all their consultants and all their lobbyists. This is beyond lobbyists. OK, this is this is reality. And people are showing not just can we punch back Steve Cortez. We can play smash mouth. Right. right. And, and, and he's sitting there right now. The other thing about Musk is, look, at Goldman Sachs, is, as a junior guy, this is what I did for a living. It's stunning. They didn't have another bid. And he go, we'll play another somebody on that. He kind of goes into what we've talked about with the conservative treehouse guys theory that Twitter, it's a failed business model, a failing business model. And the only way that, that it can exist, we've now got Google losing money, right? And having a, you know, a bad week. The only way these exist is the uh, oligarchs have joined forces with the Democrats, I think. And they're like, look, we will prop you up if you pass whatever we want you to pass. And then you throw in people like Kevin McCarthy, Liz Cheney, you throw enough Republicans in, right, who don't fight back, and it all works together. But it's gone beyond that, I think. Well, you know, he said they're realizing they can't win unless they cheat. They realized that a long, long time ago. And certainly in 2020, while it looked like quoting Biden was way ahead. And then you go, well, I don't think so. And they said they knew he wasn't way ahead, uh, but they made it, you know, they cheated enough on the polls to make it sound like ahead. And then they just cheated like hell with all their uh, runners and, and ballot harvesters and, and every other cheating mode they have. They've long ago realized what they want to do to people is not, no one would vote for that. So they just have to keep on cheating as much as they can. And in Colorado, they cheat, incredible amounts and then you have the utter idiots not idiots they have to be paid off I and mean, ken buck uh, has to know that Conrad doesn't have the gold standard of, of voting only if you don't consider how that ballot got into the ballot box right or how uh, it got mailed to who it got mailed to and yeah, where yeah so it's it's just and i love the fact that bob lewis uh, beat him at the assembly. And so he's second well, on the ballot. And, then that, and that says something. Again, people are waking up. People, and it's not just like um, Steve Bannon says, it's not just re- re- this column in the red states, that it's not just Republicans. It's just American people. Biden's, what, he slipped in some of the swing states, like 30 per- a 30% swing in approval, the disapproval among independent voters. Um, you know, and even in Colorado, he's down 14%. No, he won by 14%, but he's down even more than that in Colorado, Biden's popularity. All right. Well, we've got uh, Dave. Let's go, Brandon, though he's not allowed to put that on the ballot. Dave, <laughs> let's go, Brandon Williams. <laughs> Dave, you there? I'm here. I'm here. Hey, fa- so you got you got you got a full taste of the justice system. huh? <laughs> well, you know, I think the, the crazy damn thing about this ruling is that the, the judge acknowledged that we <laughs> the nickname was uh, fully uh, in accordance uh, uh, with state law. So yeah. as as far as state law goes, the nickname was legitimate, genuine, and bona fide. Uh, but ultimately, no, you can't use it. You can't use it. <laughs> so, let me explain. No, let me explain. So people, in case so people know what we're talking about, just, just jumps right in. So what happened is, is Dave Williams, um, who has a number one um, line, had the top line on the uh, CD five congressional ballot. Wanted, Doug, Lam- uh, get, um, Doug Lamborn wanted to use his nickname, uh, Dave. Let's go, Brandon Williams, to be on the ballot, which has been done um, in other Colorado races. And the Jenna Griswold, partisan hack, said no, you can't do it. So Dave filed a lawsuit, which was heard in Denver District Court yesterday. I testified on your behalf saying, yeah, that's his nickname. We introduced him as Dave. Let's go Brandon on the show. And yeah, as I understand it, 
this that the the standard is. I mean, Scott Gessler said the state law says that if it's a nickname, you can use it on the ballot unless you have Repub- uh, the party in. Unless yeah, right. Unless it says Dave Republican Williams, and 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 the even the state they were trying to say it wasn't a nickname; it was a slogan. So I mean, because I think people need to realize this. The judge basically said that you were right, right? Yeah, the judge made a ruling that, yep, it was a bona fide nickname. Um, and I don't think he really wanted to make that ruling, but I, you know, the evidence was just overwhelming. Uh, but then in the end, he you know, created, <laughs> I don't even know where, set of thin air, created this authority uh, for the Secretary of State to have um, discretion or, or the ability to dictate what's appropriate and what's not, uh, even though that's nowhere to be found in state statutes. Right. Well, as I was trying to kind of inform you that, that it's just like what Stalin said, it doesn't matter who votes, it's who, who counts the votes. In law, it's not what the law says. And law says the nickname, you have a nickname, you get on the ballot. It's what the interpreter of the law says, which is, well, that's what the law says, but I, I've decided that it's in fact not allowable and the, and the secretary of state has the authority uh, to ban ones that she doesn't think uh, she likes. Um, and that he came up out of thin air. Sure. I mean, as I said to you. He was but, a Hickenlooper appointee, by the way, well, Judge McCann. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all Democrat appointees. Yeah. Um, and and as I told you the other day, he said he'd already made up his mind. <laughs> it's just how he was going to do it to screw you over. I mean, it wasn't, he's going, oh, gee, I don't know. Dave's got to get Well, and it didn't even sound like he tried hard on this case. He yeah, just said, hey, you know, I need to get the. I'm just going to screw him over. I'm not even going to try to but hide I think, it. I, I mean, the, it would it would almost be you know, I'd almost be able to accept it if he said, "Well, you know, this this isn't genuine, right?" I mean, if he said, right. "No, it's not a nickname. Here's why," then okay, you know, I don't like. I wouldn't have liked that ruling. But this is like helter skelter, like double mindedness. You know, the nth degree. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a nickname. You followed the law, but too bad. <laughs> Right. Well, it'd be like a judge saying, I know the jury just found you guilty of murder, but I'm just going to let you go. They can. Well, they, they well I know. A, a verdict it's... I mean, it's a practical matter. We were with Scott Gessler. He was an expert witness and are with Judge Kane. Oh, yeah. And and we lost, I don't know, there are maybe 10 uh, matters of law and 20 on matters the opt-out of fact, lawsuit. on the opt-out lawsuit. We didn't just lose. We lost Every finding of facts, every law. <laughs> there was not a single case for a single point of law or a single anything, not a single uh, fact um, that we didn't lose at. I mean, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, this is fair. This guy, oh, this is a fair trial of judge. Yeah, uh, we we couldn't even come up with. You know, the sky is blue. Oh, no, not necessarily. There's a case, Watchtower versus Johnson, says the sky is green. Well, and in this case, the judge didn't even cite a case. He just said he didn't. Yeah, you can just do it. So, Dave, what are you going to do? I mean, is that it? You get to appeal it to some more Democratic judges. (laughs) Yes, that'll work. We, yeah, we will. um, We're filing an appeal tonight, um, or, you know, hopefully sooner than tonight, but definitely by tonight. And, you know, it's in the Supreme Court's hands. I mean, I, you know, oh, they do okay have the ability. Yeah, no problem there. They do, there are they no do, Democrats there. <laughs> they do have the ability to ignore it. They don't have to take up the case. And, you know, if they if they don't take the case, then, you know, I think, I mean, they need to do their job. You know, right. even if they ultimately would rule against me, hear the damn case, because this this bill, or this bill, this um, case is of, of great importance because the, the district judge just gave uh, new powers to the Secretary of State. Right, um, right. And, and it just not, it's not just about nicknames. It, it actually goes further than that because the, the argument that the, the AG made was that, well, you know, she's, she has sole authority to authenticate, um, you know, the, uh, the ballot certification and you know, make sure that, you know, everything's accurate and proper. And, you know, the uh, the district court agreed and expanded upon those powers to include, you know, regulating the content right. of, of what's on the ballot. So, yeah, you can for now say, let's go, Brandon, is not an appropriate nickname. But what happens if I want to put on the ballot, you know, another nickname that someone may know me by, right? Um, not me, but think of someone... 
who goes by Skip or Sport or, you know, some other, I mean, they... The result would have been if you wanted to be Dave Black Lives Matter Williams, right? You got to wonder what would have happened then. Or Dave, yeah, you know, I support they would, have allowed, they, would have, they would have allowed it. But the Secretary exactly. of State argued that Abraham Lincoln would not have been allowed to have um, Honest Abe as a nickname. Why right. Not? That's, what right. They, that's what they argued. Right. I mean, it's... And even I mean, though, and you know, it is, and Scott pointed this out, how inconsistent, I mean, just a few months ago in a Larimer County school board election, the, um, the, the secretary of state said, but a guy wanted to include um, a nickname, no mandate, somebody. Well, that's different though, because she didn't really control the, well, I I mean, but somehow it. that was okay. Well, and unfortunately, David lost from the beginning and, and there's no more hope at the Supreme court. They're no longer, you know, well, you can count the Republicans on that one, zero. Um, Did you see, too, in Oklahoma, somebody wanted to include the word patriot. Um, So, again, this and they they didn't allow that. This is why elections matter, because this is when you have a partisan hack like Jenna Griswold, the secretary of state. This is what happens. You have all Democratic judges. There's not a single other than senior status Republican judge in the entire state, in the entire state. And they, they well, are, they, yeah, I mean, Chuck, I don't, I don't discount anything you're saying. I mean, the, I'm well aware of the odds and the reality of it all, but you know, it's okay. You gotta I, try. I'm obligated. Try your best. I'm yeah. obligated. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh, this all is right, from great. Leo. Leo says, Dave, what if you used Kamala heels up Harris as your nickname? <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. No, I, you know, what, I mean, what it comes down to is what you said, Julie. Is elections matter, and for. <laughs> For a long time now, Republicans have been getting their ass kicked, especially in the governor's races. And, you know, it's hard to overcome decades of just Democrats being able to appoint, you know, fellow Democrats to the bench. What, right? do, you, what do you mean by elections matter? Well, doesn't it become when you have a Democrat elected to every high office, Democrat secretaries well, of what, state? That has nothing to do with the election. Election implies you've got a voting system oh. that allows Republicans to possibly win. And Republicans are just going to <laughs> Well, we were lo- we were losing way before Dominion, way before mail-in yeah. ballots. No, you weren't. 2014, 2014, you had all kinds of Republicans winning. And Republicans won with Owens and everything else. It is I now mean, impossible. Not, not the governor's race. I mean, the go- I mean, yeah, well, well, Owens was a governor. But that was Owens a long was time a governor. Ago. Well, let me, let yeah, me Dave, well, I want... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, again, because just to drill down, if people are just joining us, so you filed a lawsuit. Um, under Colorado law, you can include a nickname. You proved on, you had it was a nickname. And, then, and the ballot. And, and it doesn't define nickname. You just have to prove it was a nickname. The judge agreed that you proved it was a nickname so that the law said you should have be able to use a nickname on. And the judge just said, but no, I'm just going to say. Right. He just he just made this up out of thin air that the secretary of state can decide what you can or can't say on the ballot, no matter what the law says. And as you said, I mean, she's got 153, you know, tomorrow that they're debating. But who needs that? When you've got judges like this who just say Secretary of State, as long as she's a partisan hack like Jenna Griswold, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, if these people aren't going to respect the rule of law, then it really doesn't matter what 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 bills are passed and even who's elected. I mean, with this kind of court and these kind of uh, government actors like the Secretary of State, um, it seems like there's little hope. I mean, I've, I've there you go, you got it. But I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean we can't, we gotta, we, we can't just lay down and take it. We gotta no. fight. No, back. No, I mean, we gotta is, fight. We got, we gotta fight, but, 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 well, you know. and I think it's good Dave, because you do have to fight to point out how awful it is. Right. If you hadn't brought this lawsuit, um, then, you know, who knows what would have happened? They would have said, well, maybe they could do it. Instead, you just you've exposed what a partisan hack. I'm sorry to keep saying that, but it's true. Both the judge and the secretary of state are because, you know, that again, to see it struck down in Oklahoma and, and other places, you know, that this is something that Republicans are trying to do, which is a good thing. It gets the name out. It gets the word out. And the Democrats are like, oh, OK, we got to squash this effort. And there's I'm sure there's a concerted strategy somewhere with lawfare, Mark Elias, you know, pulling the strings someplace. And all of these liberal hacks are dancing to the puppet master. Yeah, I I. I mean, it's I'm, in a lot of ways, I'm not surprised, and others, I am. I, I, I think the biggest, 
thing to to swallow on this one is a judge saying, "Yep, you followed the law, but too bad." <laughs> right? I, I'm not, You're a Republican, you know, so. Yeah, I, I mean that's really what it comes down to. It was a Democrat appointee helping out a, a Democrat Secretary of State. I mean, that's well, really you have to remember the Supreme down. Court in 2010 took the maps away from the legislature, drew its own up. So even though 53 percent of the state in in uh, House and Senate districts voted Republican, they gerrymandered the map so much, and this was the Supreme Court who gerrymandered the map so that Republicans could not win the state house. I mean, is there? To, to think that judges are something other than our our, our neutral arbiters of, of well, and that's law. that's been exposed, I think, clearly. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you, Dave. All we've got you, so you know, good luck with the appeal. But I, I, yeah, I think, I mean, thank you for pushing it, right? Because I know this isn't cheap. It's not easy for you no, to to keep pushing this, and so we'll give you a chance to talk about your campaign in a second. But what about it's my understanding is that Senate Bill one fifty three, which essentially gives absolute total authority control over the universe to Jenna Griswold, um, that's that's up for a final vote. Is that right? Uh, no, we got to do, uh, okay. still have floor debate on it. Um, and, okay. and from what I was told, cause I was in court yesterday. So uh, what I was, what I understand is that it was moved to next week uh, for floor debate. Oh. Okay. okay. So okay. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that holds true, but that's, that was the last, um, I heard about it and we're planning on, you know, fighting of the good fight, but at the end of the day, yeah, there's only 24 Republicans and 41 Democrats. So, there's only so much we can do, uh, but that's a, you're absolutely right. It it, it centralizes power uh, onto the Secretary of State. Um, but at at the end of the day, um, does it really freaking matter if the courts are just going to go ahead and create authority where none exists in state statute right. and give it to the Secretary of State? Well, how does that? It must be discouraging to you. I mean, you're a legislator, right? You're one of the guys who passes the laws that says you can use a nickname, and you spend a lot of time. I'm sure going to incredibly boring meetings. You spend a lot of time, and it's like, and you're like, so wait a minute. So all of this stuff we're doing down here at the no, legislature, no. you just get a judge who can say, yeah, we don't care about the, that system, law. Yeah, the, the system's corrupt. I mean, this is what's so fascinating about this. Even if we had Republican majorities. In in the the House and and the Senate, you know, let's just say for sake of argument, we do we get that next uh, November. You still have a wildly partisan court system that will help um, other Democrats find ways to, in essence, screw screw over Coloradans. You know, yeah. I mean this this judge literally came up out of thin air uh, authority that didn't exist and gave it to the Secretary of State. I don't know how you argue that. It's not in there, Your Honor. Well, case law says this, case law says that. Keep in mind, it's case law in other states. It's case law that's not necessarily apples to apples uh, when you compare it to the situation here. But because this judge over here who was unelected said it, I'm going to go with that. Right? I mean, it's, it's insane, right? What's the point of the legislature? Right, right. You well, should. That's a good point. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> that's so, a valid point. You know? Well, What's the me, point I mean, of the legislature? <laughs> like, that's the, like, we make laws, skip. right? But going to go home uh, early I, on Friday. Well, you know, I, I and again, I, I think we have anyone who thinks that that if a Democrat wanted to be, you know, Bill Let's Live Black Lives Matter Smith, would the Secretary of State said you can't do that? I seriously doubt it. Um, and and this is just another attempt to uh, smack down. And I think they're getting more scared, right? I think we've seen with they're the Twitter. They're not scared in Colorado. Well, no, they're not scared, right. Well, so tell no, us about You I, can have people like Ken Buck and, and all the other Republican establishment hacks telling you you've got a perfect election system when it's as crooked as they get. Um, you know, it, it's... There is no hope in Colorado, but but we should there still hope. have there's hope. hope. <laughs> Just because without hope, there's nothing. So continue to have the hope, even if there's no hope. Well, I, again, we're obligated to push it forward. But yes, yeah, are. it yes, kind of puts into question, what's the point of electing majorities in the legislature if the courts are just mm-hmm. going to go ahead and give Democrats what they want? Anyway, yeah. I, right. I, there's again, we don't have a democracy. Uh, and no. That's a small D, by the way, or rather a republic for those uh, out there that really want to get technical. We, we don't have uh, the representative uh, type governance um, if, if, in effect, unelected bureaucrats and judges 
can just take over everything and, and, uh, ignore law. I mean, there's yeah. no, there's no point in self-governance if this is what we've become. And that's, right. and that's why I'm fighting this. I'm, I'm fighting so this good. because, it's good you, you know, are. damn it, it's good you, are. you know, Talk we're going to do it. it. Well, and right. how can, how can people help? I know you've got the campaign going. Like I said, you have to take time away from everything, time away from campaigning, um, which is also part of their strategy, right? To tie you up in court. Um, so how, tell us about the campaign. Where can people find out about it? Where can people help? Yeah, I mean, go to daveforcolorado.com. That's D-A-V-E-F-O-R, colorado.com. Check out the website. There's ways to donate or otherwise contact me if you want to help uh, in what other way you can. And, um, you know, at this point, just tell as many people, you know, about uh, the need for all of us to get involved in in this election cycle. I know, um, and I agree, there's a lot of question marks and a lot of concerns we have about our election system. But I always tell people, I can't defend a vote you don't cast. So you got to go vote, even though it seems dire. No, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. All right. right, Well, Dave, let's go, Brandon. Thank you for fighting. Good good luck. Hey, and if a miracle occurs, let us know about the Supreme Court. So, okay, we'll do. All right. right, Thank you there. Representative Dave, let's go, Brandon Williams. I mean, Chuck, you're the lawyer. And I know, I mean, take the cynicism aside. I mean, I understand that. I mean, but if you're a lawyer. What do you do when the judge just says, well, I know that actually he did prove his case and he is right. It is a nickname. So I know the law says he can do it, but I'm just going to say the secretary of state can say he can't for no reason at all. I mean, what do you, what do you do when you're the lawyer with that? Well, that's all law is, you know, you have to understand that, you know, I remember in constitutional law class, I had a great professor, Skip Chase, and he's talking about tripartite tests and, and absolute, uh, strict scrutiny and this and this, and you're just going through it. And then all of a sudden it comes to you, you say, this is all BS. This is just made up garbly cook. They've come up to justify whatever they're going to do. And, and he said, bingo, bingo. It's all bullshit. <laughs> you're like, but then why are we here? Jacob has his hand raised. Hey, Jacob, go ahead and weigh on in. You can unmute yourself or, and then turn your camera on if you want to. You there, Jacob? Technical difficulty. Technical difficulty. Hey, Jacob, go ahead and just, you got, you have to unmute your microphone if you want to say something. Meanwhile, Charlene says, and I agree, Dave is fighting. That's the important thing. Are you, you, know, are you there oh, now? Hey, there. Yep, we hear you now. Hey there. Hey, okay. thank you for chiming in. Okay. I, I think it was in 19, I'm sorry. I think it was in 2018 or 2015, the New York State uh, um, legislature allowed non-citizens to become attorneys in the state of new york so what what's bothering me is this 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 lawyer over at twitter who supposedly is crying her eyes out because elon musk bought it out and she didn't know the direction of which way it's going to go and i just want to know if she's really a citizen of the united states yeah she she moved to the country when she was three her family moved to the country when she was okay. Well, then, if that's the case, and she's got, and she's a, and she passed the bar, and she's a bar member, yeah. And you have to swear to the Constitution. <laughs> where did she get off saying that you can't have the First Amendment? Well, because because well, you can have the First Amendment if you're a Democrat, Jacob. Yeah. You just can't have it if you're a conservative. So okay. I mean, you're right, you know. But what do you yeah. think about my my feeling that the country has reached and I think it passed a tipping point, and I think it's going the other way. I think that this is a very interesting, exciting time to oh, be. Yeah. I mean, what oh, do you yeah. think about that? Um, they were saying that on the talk radio, they think everything's going back to where it should be. Yeah. And it started out with this Elon Musk because he's, he's got a, he's got a really good deal with him. He can now open up all the memos and all the trash right. that was going on and now, and just expose the whole thing. Like all the Twitters between Twitter and the newspapers, right? Uh, like, like the, like the, uh, Russia gate, remember Russia gate? Right. It turned out to be a whole lie. Right. All right. But the, but the government relied on it. Right. Well, okay. and, and the Hunter Biden laptop story be very interesting to see yeah. if 
internal emails, right? That and see, and that's why I think, or that ivermectin doesn't work, right? Or, or any uh, of the huh? internal emails about how you know putting this down. I mean, it's going to be like that leaked Amazon video we played, where they were saying things are happening in this space right now to prevent people from being able to buy the book. I mean, they're flat out saying it, and uh-huh. I think that you know, hopefully, they'll be. Well, lawsuits, we've seen what happens with Dave. I just, I just want to say one other thing. I was in Miami last week for Passover, and we traveled around and we you know, checked out the place. Um, I hope somebody from the mayor's office is listening and the governor's office is listening. DeSantis never shut down the state. Yeah. And all the malls and all the strip malls and all the eateries are at capacity. Everything is fine. And there's one thing I didn't see, and that was a homeless person. No. <laughs> in the whole Florida. They all live here. What? I said they all live here. No, Jacob, you're so right. I was said to Chuck because I went and I went downtown yesterday to the Denver City and County building to testify on Dave's behalf that we had called him. Dave, let's go, Brandon. And I came, I was stunned at how empty the place was. The lights were out. There was, I mean, the courthouse, I mean, I spent decades of my life in the courthouse uh-huh. covering crime there and court stuff there. I mean, normally it's packed, it's bustling. There's all kinds of people all over the place. Yeah. Empty. I mean, totally empty. I walked out into the Civic Center Park there, normally bustling. It was a gorgeous day, empty. Um, and it's the only, yeah. No, I mean, it was like, well, be sad if they didn't deserve it. the left yeah. gets control, whether it's, in North Korea, you don't see bustling malls. Havana, you don't see bustling mm-hmm. malls. If you go to Seattle, there are no bustling malls. Well, I think rats are able to destroy whatever I, they touch. That's what I, they do. I think it's for two reasons. I think it's for two reasons. One, since that riot downtown two years ago, people are scared to go downtown. Yeah. And the second thing is, people have gotten used to working at home so much that I think the downtown is only occupied by thirty-three percent of what it used to be. Right. We have to understand. And when, Denver has an enormous number of government workers, state, yeah. federal, local. They're all at home. Yeah. None of those guys yeah. are coming back. They, they yeah. figured out a long time ago they can do nothing at home as easy as they can do at the uh, city and county building. No, yeah. those government workers are very, very happy not working as they always have been their entire <laughs> now lives. Now they don't have to pretend. Yeah, they <laughs> now they don't have to travel. Yeah. That's right. Hey, one, Jake, la- one, one last, last thing real quick. Sure. When I go when I go down West Colfax and I see all these auto auto repair shops and they're all empty. And that's the result of everybody working at home that there's less wear and tear on the car. Right. And that's that's less tax collection, that's less whatever. So Right. That's that's right. how you know. Okay. All right. Hey, Good thanks, call, Jacob. Yeah, thank you for chiming Bye. in. And this is from Stephen. Why would anyone go downtown? I go to Coors Field for Rockies games, but park in a parking lot and never go on the street downtown. Um, yeah, it, it, it was sad to see that. And, you know, and to kind of get back to some of the points you guys were making and, and the point we were making at the beginning too, this tipping point, but we have to be careful then. And and we're seeing what we saw in the courts. There was like the judges like, well, all right, I know the law says you're right, uh, but I'm going to ignore the law and I'm going to say you can't well, do this. Well, that's what happens in a one-party state. Now, now, if you were a district court judge and there had been, you know, Republican appointees, so Republicans were in some positions and the Court of Appeals, some Republicans were, and there were some Republicans in the, in the Supreme Court, there are none in any of those other yeah. than a senior judge who doesn't get a, a full load there you, you don't ever have to worry about being overruled because there's no to overrule you right you have a one-party state and 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 fools like like uh ken buck telling uh we were all set well, and here's we're a bigger set. and here's a bigger so thing. yeah in a functioning democracy you do have to have two sides who can possibly win and that's what happens if you have one party rule for a long time people get so upset when they vote for the other party but not if they're system is rigged and it's rigged in Colorado. And those who are rigging it include the establishment Republican Party. You know, the KBBs have, have helped make sure the Democrats never lose. Never well, lose. because then you could just fundraise and you complain about everything, but it's never your yeah. your, your responsibility right. to fix right. it. Well, and, you know, and as Dave pointed out, what's particularly scary about this, and I bet he's right, the Colorado Supreme Court will probably not hear it, is right. this judge just unilaterally out of thin air made up powers he knows, no that way. he just gave to the Secretary of State. So what do you think the Secretary of State, I mean, I mean, theoretically, if she can decide what name you can or cannot use on the ballot or what it could say, I mean, she could do anything. Well, right? she, she is could, doing it. Well, yeah, we're, you know, we're not going to let if you're a Republican, we're not even going to have your name be on the ballot. Right. right. You just have to be candidate A or well, candidate B. Well, they started B. that out with insurrectionist stuff. Oh, you're an insurrectionist. Right. 
I mean, it's, it's, that'll you know, come next. yeah, well, it is coming next. Um, but, but it's, it's a wonderful, but, but, and they're not going to go quietly. Don't be, don't be worried. Yeah. Stay happy. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is from Dr. Donna. Sandra says we're working over able to do behind. Okay. She's talking about educating voters and things like that. Um, and then she says agenda 21 coming to fruition, you know, yes and no. I think again, the, the, the unholy alliance between the globalist oligarchs, right, and the Democrat Party, um, I think that the oligarchs thought, well, we'll just let them do whatever we want, and we'll just keep propping up, up and they can remain in power. And this is a bit of a peasant's revolt. And, you know, and, and so if the Democrats lose power, then the oligarchs lose power, too. And they are certainly not going to let that happen. So this is not going to be peaceful. Hence, Biden's, you know, disinformation governance board. That's what the heck one. is that? That's going to be. With a- us, well, it's like Nancy Pelosi having the Capitol Police have their own intelligence unit. And, and, and places outside of the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, she just took over her own brown shirt brigade. Right. Um, and, you know, we have to have an intelligence division. And of the you Capitol watch, Police. they're going to turn around and say that if you're accused of spreading, if you're being an insurrectionist, if you're accused of spreading disinformation, you can't run for I mean, they're going to. Well, tell me what law, you know, going to Dave Linkford, what allows the, the judges in, in D.C. to keep all these people in jail on misdemeanor without any bail? Without any bail at all? Yeah, no, none. I, I mean, and, I mean, where, where is that in the law? Right, right. And so, I, I mean, people, I think they're not revolting against that yet, but not until they get caught up in it, right? You go down there and all of a sudden, you know, they let, like you said, Antifa, Black Lives Matter people go free without bond, even if they kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you were there trespassing, which they've already shown in other cases that the Capitol Hill police let them in. So it couldn't be trespassing. So it's a scary time, but it's also a good time. It's a time I think. Well, no, I mean, we just have to be aware. I was talking with the mom the other day, one of my son's friends, and she's, I would imagine, probably pretty liberal. And we were kind of talking about COVID. And she was saying, you know, you just don't know who to believe anymore. Because she was talking about her family got the vaccine. I said, we didn't because our doctor said don't. And she said her doctor gave a really confusing answer. And she said, you know, what do you do? when you can't, you know, believe the stuff that people are telling you. And then she said, and this was key. She said, I guess you just have to learn to think for yourself. I'm like, bingo, bingo, bingo. exactly. And that's where we are. And that's what they really don't want us to do. So it's going to be interesting. Let's we'll see how many billions of Twitter followers we get, how many billions Yay. of Twitter followers Barack Obama right. loses. Well, I'm glad Dave is continuing to fight and yes. take it up to the Supreme court. And I can tell he's disappointed in the system, but uh, <laughs> Um, that's, it's always good to see. But at least he's fighting. At least, at least he's, he's fighting. fighting um, on Friday, we're going to have an, uh, somebody who's written a new book about talking about the socialist takeovers and the lockdowns. And, and again, just warning us, just because the lockdowns are over doesn't mean they can't come back. Oh, they'll be back. back. They'll be yeah, back. We have to keep an eye out on that. So that'll be that on Party Friday. That'll be perfect. Thank you to Dave, to Thomas, and all the guys at BBS, everybody on Zoom. Remember, you can catch all the shows, links to all of the various podcast and platforms. And we love when people like Jacob and everybody else call in. So. That's right. Just go to chuckandjulie.com and we will see everybody at Party Friday. Bye-bye.